Welcome to the next chapter of As the Story Grows. I'm Brad Patton. Today, we welcome future pop star Bella Rios to podcast. It's quite a departure from Wednesday's pod, but also similar in that both Prosper to Parish and Bella Rios are two independent artists trying to have a voice heard in a crowded music landscape where people don't always have long attention spans or time for unknown voices. And I'm happy to be a platform for new artists to come and share their music. So we swing from death metal to pop music. But I love both acts and believe in the music they're releasing. So with that, Bella. Bella talks about her love for classic rock and the journey she took to find her unique sound and voice as an artist. She also talks about school and keeping herself grounded as she navigates life in the music industry. Bella's sound has a great infusion of blues rock, but remaining super catchy and you could easily hear her songs on pop radio. So I hope you guys enjoy getting to know Bella Rios. Listen to me closely. Don't tell me to wait my turn. No, I've been a little ghostly. If you're too close to the fire, your bones make burn. Life's a circus lately. Acrobats and flaming rings. Don't think you can tame me. Forget what you said, I'm Is it early for you? Is this normally early time for him? No, I just um, had a late night. That's all. Gotcha. It's, gotcha. it's finals week, so I'm I'm pulling a couple all nighters. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's fun. Sure. It's fun. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's a, a long way behind me. Uh, that's awesome. You're up in uh, New York. I'm in uh, New Jersey, actually. New Jersey. Where in New Jersey? Um, Princeton. Princeton. All right. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Is that where you're going to school? Yeah, I go I Princeton. go to Princeton. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Did you grow up in New Jersey? No, I I grew up in Chicago and but my senior year I moved to Nashville, like my senior year of high school. And I honestly think that says more about my personality than my time in Chicago. But Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a huge city person. So the things people typically associate with Chicago are just not like my thing so much as nashville is but gotcha gotcha i mean yeah. nashville's still a city kind of it not is in the same way as chicago it's but not in the same way yeah 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 uh, did you move to nashville for musical aspirations no it was mostly for my my family my parents business we needed to move there for um we were supposed to move after i finished high school but after covid kind of threw a wrench in actually going to school in chicago my parents were like okay we're moving we don't care so Right, right. Once everything went online, it's yeah. like, well, it doesn't make sense. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes sense. That's mm-hmm. awesome. What was uh growing up like? Um, in Chicago or yeah. well, I grew up in a suburb outside of it. I say Chicago because no one knows what I'm talking about, like where, yeah. where it is. <laughs> um, but I mean I loved it. It was great. I like living in the suburbs, but going into the city, like I don't know. It's just not my type of city. I I love how Nashville feels like Nashville is just, I don't know. I feel safer. And it's also just, <laughs> it's a happier city. I don't yeah. know. I And it's not, 
it's not as dirty, which is always nice. And it's, um, it feels more like a giant, it feels more like a tall suburb, like downtown okay. Nashville. It doesn't feel like there's not that many skyscrapers, you know, it, it, it's technically a city, but I don't know. It feels yeah. like, it feels like the downtown of a suburb, not, yeah. which I like personally. Yeah. I lived yeah. for six years in Philadelphia and yeah, it's like, this is dirty city. It was dirty. I yeah. loved it, but it's, it was, it was like, why, why is there garbage everywhere? Yeah. Like I'll go for a weekend, but honestly, there were some times where I was walking and I was like, why did I just get a whiff of like pee and yeah. sewer? Like it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I much prefer Nashville. Um, I didn't go into the city that much, um, when I was, when I was growing up in Illinois, but yeah. What led you to Princeton then? And <laughs> well, my dad, um, my dad went to Princeton and I kind of okay. grew up in my dad is like the coolest guy to me. I'm like my biggest idol. Don't tell what, well, my mom too. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just have always felt a connection to it because he has such pride about it. And yeah. I've, I've always wanted to imitate him. So I, I just, I had it in my head since I was like five. I, if I'm getting into Princeton, I'm going to Princeton. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. And it, it was definitely at first when I said yes, I think it was more just of like, I couldn't say no. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily like I visited and I felt like, oh, this is the place for me. Cause I feel like a lot of people tell those kind of stories, yeah. but being here, like, I don't think there could have been a better, a better place. So that's cool. What are you yeah. studying? I'm studying economics right now. Okay. I think that that will probably stay that way. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to say for certain because I know people who change their majors, like, after taking one class their end of sophomore year. So I don't know. Yeah. Not a, not a musical major. Oh no. <laughs> I love, I love music. I obviously, and that's why I'm doing it on the side um, or simultaneously. But I'm, if I'm being honest, like the only non side, a part of my brain is the musical part. I'm a person, like, I'm generally a person who likes stability and plans and, and I also just, I like school. Um, like I, I've always kind of been a geek, so mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think music has always been a passion project. Yes. I've taken classical lessons and I know about theory and things like that, but I think studying it, that's not really what I would want to do. If I would, if I was studying it, I would have gone to like a contemporary program like mm -hmm. USC's or Belmont's, but academically they weren't what I was looking for either so I just I knew I could do it by myself um well you know at least try to do it by myself yeah, yeah. keep pursuing it while I was doing something academic and to me that I just couldn't give up the opportunity to have a degree from here for me yeah I feel like the <sighs> generations after mine came to that point where it's like pop star and like rock star, like that's a, a myth really <laughs> for a select few. And it's like, music is hard and it, it is, is foolish so to be hard. like, I'm just going to do this all the time. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like as much as I just want to grind and just yeah. do that and hopefully it'll work out. That only happens for so few people. And right. I'm hopeful obviously because I'm still doing it, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to be naive to my chances yeah. is all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a different road now where like, because of YouTube, because of Spotify or any digital outlet, it's like as much as you can create and put out there, it so doesn't matter else. whether radio picks it up or like you're on MTV or whatever. It's like, it's out there for people to discover and consume. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's a lot easier yeah. in that regard. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I made that decision. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. What got you into music? Um, well, my parents have always surrounded me with music. Like they always, I was always listening to things. None of my friends were classic okay. rock and funk. And I, my friends would never let me have the ox in the car because <laughs> I would put like Fleetwood Mac on and they'd be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, and <clears throat> so that was, I've really always been surrounded by it. And that's where I kind of got my rock influences and realized that I liked, I like elements of live music to be kept in music today, which mm-hmm. is like a big part of like my music now. Um, but in general, like how I actually got into performing and studying it, my mom played classical piano for like 13 years. And so when I was five, she put me into classical piano. I don't think she thought anything would come of it or like anything like this. Um, But it was just a skill she wanted me to have. So I was in classical piano and that honestly has been like the most amazing musical foundation for me. Like I can, I love that I can always sit down at a piano and play. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I was like, I want to, I want to play the stuff that I'm dancing around with you guys in the kitchen too. You know, all the stuff we were listening to. And so my mom helped me find a group that would pretty much teach me how to be in a band and give me a shot at trying that, (laughs) having never, never, ever done that. And I told her to her surprise, I was like, no, I want to try to sing. I was like, (laughs) how old is I? I was like, I don't know. I want to say 11 or 12. And she was, she's never heard me sing at this point. She thinks I'm delusional. And I mean, she doesn't know if I can sing. And we this group started having shows and my the first show i had um i sang a jefferson airplane song and sly and the family stone and some other b- groups i'm forgetting but i i walked off and i was like oh my god that was just the most fun thing i've ever done it was horrifying i was <laughs> before like yeah. literally I've, I've terrible stage fright but i walked off and i was like there's no way i cannot do that i that's like what i do in the kitchen except people know it's me it was amazing and my mom was also like oh you can kind of sing yeah um after that so i continued performing with that group got exposed to even more rock and other genres um and at a certain point when i was like it was my freshman year of high school so i don't know how old i was then 14 i i was getting comfortable on stage don't get me wrong i'm not like i'm not like a professional performer by any means yeah but um it wasn't scaring me enough it wasn't pushing me enough anymore it was comfortable it was too comfortable um and i had gotten frustrated with the fact that i had become a good imitator but i couldn't i had never tried to like say something of my own like yeah. i would push my own emotions to toward whatever i was singing but i wanted the lyrics to be mine i wanted the melody to be mine i wanted my voice to sound exactly how i wanted it to sound because i had kind of over the years discovered what i could do with it yeah um as i was trying to imitate people and so my freshman year i decided to start trying to write my own stuff and put out my own music and that's really that's the kind of a play-by-play of how I got here. Keeping my feet on the ground Bumping my head to the sound I got a headache in the corner Of my brain like a recorder Running around Running around 
running away Isn't there something you forgot to say? Yeah. I got a feeling you turn away I wanna know Everyone gets their own piece of the pie Even though we'll never see eye to eye You got a problem with me on your mind You gotta know That's awesome. What was the first thing you released? Was that the first Take It or Leave It single, or was there something <clears throat> older than that? Oh, yeah. There were, <laughs> things, there were things older than that. And um, they were the product of like very good writing relationships, like super sweet people and super supportive people who are still in my life today. But I was very confused artistically. And I think I put out a lot of things that I wanted, I thought I would like, I thought it was supposed to what I was supposed to be doing. But when I listened back to them, it didn't feel 100% true or authentic or like what I wanted it to be. But I just thought, Oh, maybe this is a part of the process. I'll just put it out. Honestly, at at one point it was like, this will be my story for college applications. Cause I, I dropped every sport I was playing for, for music. I was Mm. to perform frequently to write, to make, to make time for all this stuff. And so I was putting out this music because I felt like I had to. And I really hadn't found my, figured out what I wanted my voice to be because I was so like, I'd only ever sang rock, like I said, and I'd only ever imitated. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll just do soft rock and try to s- sing however I can sing. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't find how I, I didn't find the music that when I sang it, it came out exactly how it was supposed to sound immediately. I had to like, I was overthinking. I was shaping. I was trying to figure out who to imitate for certain lines and things mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't, it wasn't coming out of me so much as I wanted it to. So I kind of trapped my, I had a couple of songs released freshman and sophomore year in this like soft rock bubble. Take it or leave. It was like the one that I didn't hate as much <laughs> looking back on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not what I sound like today, yeah. but it was the thing that I decided to keep up from that era. <laughs> um, but there were a lot of songs. There were, <laughs> there were, there were a lot of songs I wrote during that period that I've taken down now. Um, and so I kind of had to, I started releasing them, but I got super frustrated with that feeling. Like, why was I not feeling proud of this thing that I was putting so much work into? Like, is this worth it? I don't understand. Um, so that was, I started having those feelings kind of as COVID was starting. and. Um, I decided, okay, I just need, I need to do something logical and reason to figure out why this isn't working, why this isn't my thing. So I took, I made a list with a writer, with another writer in Chicago of all the songs that I was listening to at the time that I wish I would have wrote and would have sang. And the, the plethora of genres represented was a little overwhelming and i was like okay (laughs) this is is why i'm confused i like so many of these songs but this there's no way i'm supposed to be each of these singers you know what i mean yeah um and so essentially during covid every minute that i wasn't on online school or doing homework for online school i would go to sessions and every every session we would work through one song we would try to like recreate it recreate a song similar to it and then I would try to demo it and if it didn't come out of me like stylistic and 
or indicative of the fact that I would be able to emote it without needing 200 references or trying to imitate someone. We were like, okay, trash, that's not who you're supposed to be. And one day we imitated a song and Bitter, which is the first single of this mm-hmm, series yeah. that I released. And we listened back and we were like, okay, shit, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, this is what I, this is, this is what I want to sound like. And once we started, once we realized that our list dramatically shifted, I yeah. started pulling a bunch of different things that I didn't even honestly listen to genres that I didn't listen to, like kind of that dark rock pop, like salt playlist on Spotify kind of things. Okay. And those became my reference songs. And then I was having no problems. I was like, this is when I sing this, this is exactly how it's supposed to sound. Like, and I, and when I listen to it, it's something that my friends will listen to and something that I'm proud of. You know, I was finally feeling like, okay, I'm eager to put these out instead of like, I should put these out. You know, I did this. It's a show of my work and what I do. But yeah. so. Was that in Chicago or in Nashville? That was in Chicago over mostly junior year um, because that would COVID. I care if I'm remembering correctly, COVID kind of took me out of school after like spring break of junior year. And I had so much free time on my hands. I was just, so I just decided to go. All those sessions were after school and on the weekends for most of the year. And then I recorded them that my summer going into my senior year. Um, So I've been holding on to these for quite a while for a while i thought oh i should i should wait because maybe i'll be able to promote them in person and play mm-hmm. concerts but once covid seemed to be sticking around i was like okay i don't care i need these out because i was already writing other stuff and yeah. i didn't want to i you know you're always more excited about the things that you're doing most recently and i didn't want to lose like hope for those and i yeah. wanted i wanted that stepping stone to be in the universe you know so been a long time coming See the ghost of the way it was But now I'm over it mm-hmm. Feels like I've been running Way before the gun Wide awake inside a dream I can't let go of it Was there a game plan? You've had the three singles and the videos this year. Was there a game plan and like, this is how we're releasing them and promoting them for like, or was it just like, all right, this one's ready. It's out. This one's ready. It's out. Well, it's like all the corresponding them, video or. Well, all of them have been ready for a while because I've recorded yeah. them so long ago. It wasn't so much of that. I honestly, I probably should have strategized a little different, but I, with everything going on at school and trying to balance that, I was kind of, I would set a release date. I would try to promote it as much as I could in my social media. That's all I could do. Mm-hmm. And, and it was mostly just about getting it out there. Like, yes, I would, I would love for them to do well. And it's super exciting when they mm-hmm. do, but um, this was more so just about ha- actually 
getting the ball rolling so that this summer, especially I'll be writing so much more again, just because obviously school takes up a lot of my time. So I knew I could use these and be excited about these as they were coming up while I was busier. And then this summer again, is just dedicated to writing, recording and creating more things to have in my back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. With not the end of COVID, I don't think there's ever going to be an end of COVID, but with like the the dying down of COVID, it seems, or the new phase of whatever we're in like this with these singles in 2020, it's like laying the groundwork as like, a reintroduction of sorts like this is the yeah. sound this is who you are this is something for people to get excited about as new stuff is on the horizon yes like while while you can't see them on spotify now a lot of my close friends and a lot of the people who follow me still <laughs> know about the stuff that i'm that i'm not <laughs> as proud of um and so really these first singles again were my friends heard it like when i first showed my friends they were like this is you you wrote this because they had only ever seen me at my cover shows or yeah. you know the stuff that I wasn't happy with that sounded like stuff from my cover shows um and I was like yeah Tila. and um it was just putting these out is I've hope I hope the point was to like you said lay a new groundwork show like that wasn't necessarily the direction I um thought I was going mm-hmm. um this is going to evolve, but this is definitely a different direction. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said your plan is to spend the summer writing. What does the rest of 2022 look like? Writing, trying to record? Are you looking at doing an album? Just continue to release singles and videos? Like, um, well, it depends how much I get done this summer, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Um, I was going to assess after how many songs I've written, but I've been writing throughout this year still. Um, so, I do have some songs fresh and ready to record. Um, I am going to be dedicating a lot of time to that this summer. Um, but I do hope after, after I have about two to three more singles, um, from this batch kind of that I'm super proud of. And I have the newer evolution of them from this that I've been writing this year. So once I record those, um, I hopefully will have an album of everything together. Um, kind of showing that progression. That's what I have that's what I have in my head at least. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that works out, but I think that's what is the next step for me. That's also, you said this is like your side hustle or like, you know, you have your schoolwork. What's, what's your hope? Just like, this is something you can do to fuel this side and this passion you have, or like, do you hope like, Hey, there's a number one in here somewhere or something like that? Like, I mean, I think I would be lying if I said like, I didn't want to be a pop star. I think most musicians would. Yeah, you want to um, be opening for Taylor Swift? That sounds great, right? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know who wouldn't want to do that right. <laughs> for their job. Right. Um, so obviously that's always like a little twinkle in the back of my head. Like after I write some things and record some things, I'm like, damn, this is kind of good. Like not to be like, <laughs> if I was being objective, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so obviously that's in the back of my head. Um, but it's mostly my i'm try. i try to piece it up into little smaller goals mm-hmm. i hope i'm trying i'm trying i don't know if this will work i really hope so um but i'm my first stepping stone i think in reaching that goal would be having a following large enough to take a gap year yeah. and actually like i'm in the school i couldn't 
they can't kick me out now. I can finish my degree, but <laughs> if I, t- but I would love to have enough of a, enough of a falling to justify taking a year off. And really now that COVID is passing a little bit, yeah. like get in more in-person sessions because that wasn't a possibility for a long time and get, and get people to show up to my shows and be able to play shows um, just for, for a long, because I haven't, if I'm being honest, and when I was releasing those songs in high school, like I didn't, there was never a time where I was playing every weekend, my own original stuff. Um, So my first, my first goal is to have some people that like it and to have some people to play to and hopefully be able to justify taking a gap year for that. Um, and with end goal being pop star, but I'm a realist too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. for listening to As the Story Grows. Our intro music was written and composed by Jeremy Hunt. The As the Story Grows theme is by Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can join us at patreon.com slash as the story grows. Be a part of our community and join the ongoing conversation over on Discord. If you enjoy this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening. I'll never